Good to it's good to talk to you, man. Uh, we uh, a while ago uh, connected over some board games. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. And had had a good time. Um, now I wanted to have you on to you know you know obviously just shoot the shit and kind of die. Let's dive into some some of our you know our interests. Uh, so I guess just to start things off, uh, what have you been super into lately? Oh Lord, have mercy, man. <laughs> Lately, brother, oh, it's been sitting back, man, and I'll be straight up with you, it's just playing PlayStation. I'm a trophy, yeah. absolute whore, and I love it, man. <laughs> what have you been playing lately? Lately, brother, it's been like a guilty pleasure sometimes, and others, I'm actually playing like a fun RPG that came a little while ago. The guilty pleasure is Sonic Forces. <laughs> mm, okay. and the other one is actually yakuza like a dragon which is a lot of fun it's it's Ooh, nice oh it's so dope man so dope how about yourself brother um, uh for me game wise um hmm, i haven't been playing a whole lot i just did i just did super metroid for the first time nice. all the way through for a charity stream and that was fun uh although i was real bad at some of the some of the parts but i i got through <laughs> it uh have you have you played it I've not played the new one. I was at Dread, right? Yeah, Dread. Yeah, I played the uh, SNES one, Super Metroid. Oh, nice. That was good. Um, now I'm curious about Sonic Forces. <laughs> I I don't know much about it. Other, that's the one where you can create your own <laughs> yeah. OC, right? Yeah. Like, so what is the gameplay like in Sonic Forces? Okay, here's the fun thing about Sonic Forces. It's the gameplay is actually kind of amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of like if they tried to remake like a we'll say like remember Sonic Adventure 2 you could like you would light speed the rings and everything like that. Mm, okay. So, like they took that and gave you more. Mm. So I'm like, "Oh, I see you Sonic Forces." So it's like that's still kind of like breakneck pace. Well, sometimes you have to play as like a classic Sonic. So everything's kind of okay. 2D. So it's kind of a fun blend between those two. So it's like that one I, I'm a, I don't know much about Sonic besides the old Genesis games, but they did uh, Sonic Generations, right? Yeah, Wasn't yeah. That, yeah, so it's kind of like that then, where you switch between the two? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, what is, so what was, what's your OC look like? What, can you decide the animal? Or, or, oh, yeah. Or, okay. Describe your, your character to me. I did my best to make a hedgehog that looked like Prince, and I failed. So I pick mm. up. So yeah, I just can pick like a bird. So okay. uh, I gave him like this little like birdish pompadour. He's still mm. like Prince Purple, and he's often but like black and gold. And oh, mm, he's beautiful, baby. <laughs> and is his name just Bill, or did you give him a special like different like a OC name? Oh, you're always like the player. So for him, oh, he's Prince. He's Prince in my head. <laughs> nice, nice. And then Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm still, I'm planning to play through all of them, mm. uh, even though I know you can kind of jump into Like Like yeah. a Dragon. Mm. Uh, but I've played, have you played Zero or any of the, the previous ones? I've actually only played the first one. And then I, like, oh, more yeah? and more kept coming out. So if I was like, oh man, Like a Dragon looks kind of dope because I'm a big Dragon Quest fan. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw my buddy uh, Martin play it, and they were just like overtly saying, "Like, oh, I love Dragon Quest." Da, 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 da. I'm like, "Are you serious?" He levels up, and it's the same thing. I'm like, "You know what? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna buy. I'll we'll go straight into it." <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> and when you say first one, you mean a Kiwami or the original one on like PS2? Oh, I'm talking PS2, baby. Oh shit. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I also like Dragon Quest, and I should play, but I I'm like I'm gonna play through the first six or whatever first, and <laughs> yeah. I so Kiwami Two is next on my plate. Nice. I will say, and I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, uh, especially from Martin. Yakuza Zero is incredible, so you should. It's definitely worth playing, I would say, like, if you ever have the time. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, story-wise, gameplay-wise, character-wise, it's just a masterpiece. And if you only play one other Yakuza game, I think that's the one to play. Um, But, yeah, Dragon Quest, huh? um, What is your favorite one? Eleven. That latest one was a masterpiece of 200 hours of my life that I regret none of. <laughs> I am exactly with you there. I loved 11. Um, I Did you 100% it? Just about. I set to find like a few more of those like a little signposts you have to shoot with arrows and whatnot. Mm, I think that's like, that's okay. like, I think it was that and like a horse trophy. That's all I have left. That, the arrow thing, that, I think that's not in the Switch version, right? Uh, to my knowledge, I have it on the PS4. Yeah, because I know that was because I hundred percented on the switch. Nice. The horses, the horse races were miserable. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. that last one was fucking terrible. But uh, getting the uh, I know what you're talking about shooting the targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something they took out of the switch one. I think for some reason, I think they replaced it with a different side quest. Because I remember looking up guides and be like, what? Like, there's supposed to be a target here? And I spent like 20 <laughs> minutes like staring. I was like, I don't see a target here. Like, oh, it's, not in, it's not even in this game. But uh, I, yeah, I loved that game. I'll be vague here for listeners, but uh, you know, like the true, true last boss? Yeah. Yeah. So I was an idiot and uh, I like maxed everything out. And I just, it was like an hour passes. He just wouldn't die. <laughs> and I was like, what else to do? Oh, she was to activate this item. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but you did eventually beat it. Though. Oh, yeah. Like, after an hour, I was like, damn, how is it d- dies? <laughs> this guy's Act- hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my like, good Lord. I mean, they, they, you, you ain't messing around, game. Reloads, put it out there, activates item. He's dead in like five, in like, <laughs> like a matter of minutes. I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, read. Bill. I do. I I've definitely done that in other games where it's like, wow, this is a really long fight, huh? Oh <laughs> yeah. no, you you just didn't click like the door or whatever to get out or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, the only ones I'd played before were um, I beat four, mm. I beat eight, uh, but that was kind of my main experience with the series. Although I did I did enjoy both. I think maybe maybe five. I mm. forget, but um. Yeah, I do want to go back and play some of the uh, the older ones as well. So are you more... Okay, fun question. RPG-wise, are you more Dragon Quest or like Final Fantasy? I'm definitely more Final Fantasy just because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. So, like Final Fantasy, I've played... I've beaten 1, 2, 4, 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, who unfortunately, 12, <laughs> yeah. 13. So I've played a lot of them. Um, and se- like seven and nine were like such big, you know, life changing games for me as a kid. Oh, so, bro. um, yeah, that, that, that's why like, that will always be, my- cause we didn't really have easy access. I, mean, I know we yeah. had like dragon warrior, you know, the, yeah. uh, but I didn't have an SNES as a mm. kid. Yeah. I got it kind of later. 
Same. Um, and so by that mm. point, but then I like eight was like my kind of my jumping in point, right? When they brought in Curse of the, uh, whatever it's called, Curse of the King or whatever, um, <laughs> on PS2. Uh, and I played through all that. And then they started doing those DS re-releases. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just glad to see that, you know, we're finally getting all the Dragon Quest stuff that, you know, we weren't getting before. Uh, you ever play Rocket Slime? No, you have my complete attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cute, it's a very cute spinoff game on, I want to say DS. Uh, yeah, I think it's DS. Where you're like, um, you're like a little slime and you have like a, t- a, a you're managing a tank mm. and you're like running around inside the tank, like shooting things at the other enemy. What? Uh, sh- yeah. Short and sweet. Really mm. fun. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, if you ever get a copy of it. You should, it, I played that ages ago, but I liked that a lot. Um, I mean, I just love the designs so much. You know, Toriyama does such a good job with I, the enemies are so fun. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> From it's massive just, monsters to, uh, Little blue or even silver slimes, it's just, it's <laughs> right. just so dope, man. Yeah, God, I wish I played that on the Switch. It was like this, like not Switch, but the, uh, the old DS back in the day. I was like all about like Mega Man and like the Pokemon games. Mm, okay. Oh, like Battle Network Pokemon was, game. Oh yeah, Battle Network was like everything, and like mm, mm. oh Lord have mercy. And that was that Dragon Ball Legacy of Goku. It was SP, but you know what I mean. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, Mega Man Battle Network. I played only a little bit of. Like, I played mm-hmm. some. I played some three, and I've I've like put or seen a little bit of one mm-hmm. on on my Let's Play channel. But uh, for uh Pokemon, I'm curious. What is your favorite game? Honestly, right now it's Pokemon X. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What yeah. What makes X like so like your favorite? Because, like, first I was like, oh, red and blue. And then I, like, stepped away for the longest time until mm. I was like, all right, I'll, like, dabble in the green. All right, we'll look at silver. Ah, it's kind of fun. And then it was kind of like this new thing. So you were kind of went really uh, 3D ish. Mm, I used it okay. on both screens. I saw a, I literally saw the trailer and I was like, no questions asked. My ass getting right back into Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the jump to 3D was was pretty nice actually. Like it 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 went pretty smoothly, and it's only gotten better, you know. Obviously, over over time, have you played like Sword and Shield and stuff? And I played a little Sword and Shield, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna accept my full bit of a uh, nerdum here. Uh, I was so spoiled of uh, Pokemon Go. I know I'll get all hate uh, for this here. Okay, where I'm like. Uh, I mean, it's cool, but there's something fun for me to actually walk around outside mm, <laughs> and collect yeah. Pokemon and fight. I'm like, okay, uh, Sword and Shield, you're cool, but uh, I want to walk outside. The same goes for like sport titles. Can I kind of bring it together here? Where yeah. I would rather actually play football mm. or, or like soccer or anything like that than actually play it on the console. Mm. Uh, no, that, that, that's just me. That's me. Well, that makes sense. Have you stick stuck with Go this entire time? Uh, off and on. I'm currently like level like 31. Some people are in like their 40s, but you know, mm. yeah. Definitely was just at yeah. a convention, and oh Lord Jesus, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been a long. I I was playing Go when it first came out, and then it dropped off. Like specifically, it was when they got rid of like the tracking thing or whatever, and then uh, I kind of fell off. Yeah, but. If with conventions, is it just like, does it, are there more Pokemon around with more people, or what? What, what makes a convention like so oh. juicy for the catching? 
they my man they have uh these raids you need to collect like these like impossible to beat pokemon so okay. i'm gonna sit back there and be like hey i don't know you right i'm like you know five people clearly playing this game want to help me <laughs> kill this oh. thing so i can get like this legendary pokemon like sweet so like okay this is impossible by myself but i can throw a stick and hit 10 people so <laughs> I got it. So you just like ping like, hey, everyone want to catch that Lugia or whatever? And then yeah. you just do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's, that's pretty sick. Okay. <laughs> I have been like, I'll, I'll, I'll see my friends like play and I'm like, maybe yeah, it was really fun. Uh, part of me is like with phone games. If I mm. drop off, I feel like, oh, I just missed out on so much though. It's like, <laughs> oh, is there, is there any point to even climbing back in? But mm. we'll see. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. Like, um, I went, like, a little, I will call it, like, a season without, and some of my friends could get, like, you know, 10 levels above me, but, like, the thing that makes it fun is, in Go, it doesn't really matter? Like, mm -hmm. they'll be a little stronger than you, but, like, you can still all play together, and it's still sure. just effective. Are there missable Pokemon? Like, oh, too bad, like, you didn't log in this one day, so you can never get this again? <laughs> or, or what? Uh, there's still some, like, in certain areas that mm. you're just not going to find, or, like, weather or whatnot. But like, so that kind of makes, like, traveling all, like, the more fun. Like, mm, uh, that's true. one thing mm. came to my advantage is uh, a friend of mine, he actually uh, makes video games in Japan. And he also yeah. does a lot of, like, he does, all, does a lot of work as well uh, making music. So, mm. <laughs> head up, I was like, Fuji, you, you got, like, a, you have anything over there? He was like, I got a Farfetch'd. Next time I see you, we trade, baby. <laughs> And, so you, uh, you can't do trade online still? Uh, to my knowledge, like, luckily at that moment then, we were actually working together at a convention. He just swapped me mm. right there on the spot. Nice. But, yeah. Okay. I see. So you can do in-person trading, but not online trading. Okay. I have not tried online trading yet. Mm. Because I need to play the game more. <laughs> I see, I see. Gotcha. Now, uh, one thing I did want to bring up is, you know, uh, obviously, you know, as we... Uh, found out together you mm -hmm. are uh, you are you enjoy board games and so oh, we God, actually yes. we actually met through a board game through um kyle mccarley's uh yeah. stream of uh what was it deception murder in hong kong which is a great game yes, um so i'm i'm curious what are some of your favorite board games just in general in general nemesis is my favorite board game of all time mm, yes <laughs> so far some have come close but i'm really beat it uh, I, under that is actually the Resident Evil 2 board game, because that's Whoa. one of my favorite franchises of all time. Okay. And under that, we're going to make like a third one. It, I, I, I'm wanting to say, I can't say like werewolf, I can't really count that. No, that counts. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll say like, we'll say werewolf. Or that might be like my, mm. that'd be like my top three right there in order. Gotcha. Then there's uh, resident. Oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Is resident? No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll ask later. Oh, I was just, just going to say like, uh, yeah, you know, there's like a ton that like, I will play on any like given day, mm -hmm. uh, including uh, when we play with the Battlestar. I think it's like, actually, I think it's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. and I'll play it like and you know on a whim. But uh, let's see, you bring up like Nemesis or something like that. <laughs> I'm going by with steak. Oh, is it going to be an event, baby? <laughs> right. <laughs> You will always be down for that one. I oh, see. yes, sir. Um, Resident Evil 2. I have not heard of this. What is the, what's the gameplay like? Well, it's still kind of like a kind of like grid based, kind of actually kind of like Nemesis. And mm. you get like a limited amount of ammo and you have not quite a random board set up. 
but you still have to do with like zombies, how to be quiet, and there's lots of traps and everything like that, including mm-hmm. uh, monsters and bosses, and set up scenarios which, you're, it's, which is uh, very similar to how it is when you play the actual video game. Okay. And because of that, and choosing your characters and what they're specializing in, it's it's a blast for me. <laughs> it really mm. is. Is it like a dice chucker, or is it uh, like what's the combat sort of like in that game? It is very similar to Nemesis, mm, where it's like okay. a, it's like both cards and dice. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, and do you have a favorite character uh, in the game? Yeah, the yeah, it's Leon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- Leon's great. Yeah, it is um, great, man. I uh, have heard great things about two, especially the new uh, one. But I have, I just, I'm behind on every game ever. You know, I only <laughs> have time for the Nintendo games these days. Uh, yeah. But right. I, I would like to play more uh, in general. Um, well, that's a fun yeah. question. What what's a what's an what a couple of Nintendo games that you can just play on like a whim? <sighs> on a whim, huh? That's yeah interesting because i'm 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 the type of person that's always like all right i beat it onto the next new one onto the next new one that's always me but as far yeah like i'm i'm very like for all my hobbies i'm always hungry for like i want to play new stuff new stuff or watch new stuff um but thinking if if i could just sit down and play like um, are we talking like on switch or anything anything is this a nintendo brand uh, that's an interesting question. I've I've been asked like, what's your favorite games? But yeah. just playing just on a whim whenever I want. I mean, like you got your Mar- your classic Mario parties, right? Yeah. I, I will always be down for a Mario party. Um, like Tetris ninety nine is really fun to just <laughs> drop into. Nervous like favorites like I love Paper Mario. I've I've said that many times. I love Paper Mario a lot. Um, Mario in general has always been my shit. So I loved Odyssey. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Pokemon. I guess that's a good answer. Pokemon. I I will absolutely destroy every new title uh, <laughs> that comes out. If there's new Pokemon to catch, I have to get them. <laughs> um, yeah. How about how about you? Any Nintendo titles that are like your shit? Any game of the day is the uh, Switch's Mario Party is definitely top tier. Mm. <laughs> I just love playing as Bowser. Where it's like either I'm going to go negative two feet or I'm going across the board. Mm. <laughs> That's just fun. I, I love competitive games like that. Gotcha. And is there a game that you consider yourself like, yo, I'm really good at this game competitively? Oh, competitively? Yeah. I mean, just like against your like if your friends, like I. Yeah. I, there's a good chance I will beat you in this game. Oh, okay. That would be some fight games. Like, uh, Tekken, yes, any of them. Mm-hmm. I like, you're not going to beat me. Uh, Soul Calibur, I'll shoot you a video if you like. Uh, I can mm. beat Soul Calibur 3 with a DDR pad. So, uh, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, that's a thing right there. And if it's going to be at like an arcade... It would be either Super Street Fighter Five or Samurai Showdown. Mm, okay, so you're a big fighting game guy. Oh, absolutely. Mm. See, I'm woefully terrible at them. The only <laughs> really? I did get into Soul Calibur for a bit. I played yeah? two and three and enjoyed it, but I'm, I, I was never like amazing or anything like that. 
Um, but anything that involves tons of button memorization, I'm I'm fucking terrible at. I, I can't. <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't grow up with Street Fighter, so I'm not used to the whole. You know, quarter circle, quarter circle, all the the this this this. I, I'm terrible at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm curious what, it, what like. So clearly, you're you know, very very into video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about board games. Um, are there any other like sort of hobbies or interests of yours that are like up there with with those? Like in terms of what you're super into. Oh man, for fun. I would have to say uh, I'm a big martial artist. Everything mm. around like fitness, I'm all about, man. And uh, I also like fitness and video games is kind of like my life. We're not going to talk about like work, but yeah, man. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, for those who don't know, you're a very uh, uh, built guy. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as to like kind of like when did that start and what is your sort of as someone who is the opposite of you, what is, I'm just curious, what is the, your, like, routine? Like, what is your, nor- to, to, like, yeah, your regular sort of workout? Well, we'll start, first question, um, has been working out since I was 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, it was, I was 12 years old, it was Christmas time, and I wanted a PlayStation more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, you know, being a, uh, a small child who with no comprehension of, uh, you know, money, money, and bills, and mortgage, and things like that, Clearly, I asked for a PlayStation and, like, 37 games. (laughs) Sure. So, uh, Christmas Day came, and my dad, who I'm going to put a little emphasis here, uh, my dad at the time was a a lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy. Uh, I was born in Annapolis, Mm. and he was on the aisle when I was born. Uh, He, as a matter of fact, did get me a PlayStation. It was awesome. And Mm. uh, he asked me to open up another box. I saw said box. It was huge. I opened it up. And sure enough, it was like six games I really wanted. Yeah. All from Blockbuster. So yeah. <laughs> he looks me in the face and goes like, all right, boy, go downstairs. In three days, you got to return those. That's your real presence down there. Mm. Uh, went downstairs. I uh, saw this thing in a blanket. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than I was. And sure enough, it was a bench press with a built-in squat rack right there. Damn. So uh, three days later, I had nothing else to do, so I started working out since then. And I mm. hated him at the moment. I love him now for it. <laughs> and, uh, mm, yeah, okay. man. Now, did he, like, say you have to you have to use this, or did you kind of discover it on your own, or was it a mixture of both? A mixture of both. It was yeah. clever because he didn't, like, force me to do anything. He's like, no, it's right here. Sure. You should. Yeah. You should. So uh, I was like, oh, okay. So that's why, like, you know, you're mad as a kid, but now it's like, well, my dad gave me a huge option right now, and it's really mm. kind of benefited me in the long run. So, um, yeah, I, you know, we moved it to my room, and I would just start working on that, working out on that, and it was pretty dope, man. And mm. uh, back to my routine, because it's been, I've been working out for, well, I'm 35 right now, so it's about 23 years. And yeah. um, it's, I'm in the gym currently six days a week. Mm. I eat about seven times a day. Sure. And there's whoosh, like one, let's say like one horrible meal and like on a day where it's kind of like, meh, where I just kind of eat whatever I want. I really okay. do. I'll save it for like, you know, like a weekly like board game night or say we're going to your place. Where I'm like, I'm just going to eat snacks like <laughs> none other. 
which right, is right. important because uh, to this, I'll look you right now. Um, looking at you virtually through the mm-hmm. interweb right now. Uh, yeah, anyone who works out, if they don't do that, you're gonna fall off hardcore. You mm-hmm. <laughs> really are. Sure, you really yeah. are. Um, how, I'm just curious, like to to keep up that, you know, calorie wise, how much mm-hmm. do you have to eat a day roughly? Usually for me, it's it's not that much. It's actually around like thirty five hundred a day. Which okay, sounds okay. like a lot, but it's really not if you know you're cooking up like a lot of meats and proteins in your diet. Mm. Like I weigh two hundred twenty five pounds, so I, right now I have around one hundred ninety to two hundred grams of protein a day, split apart. Gotcha. Like in your, in your average day, mm-hmm. what are, what are you eating? Like like if, if there's like a, like a consistency at all, like what's mm-hmm. like your typical diet in a in a day? In a day, it's a lot of smoothies. I'll tell you that much mm-hmm. right there. I love brisket. I love steaks. I love chicken. I love. You can go to the Chipotle get like a little burrito bowl. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of meats and vegetables. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. and I do like carbs are good for you. I'm get that out of the way right now. And I usually like have like whole wheat bread for like a sandwich. I'm sure. being out of vacuum because I changed it up the other day so I don't get sick of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whole wheat pastas are also really good for you as well. Mm. And that's kind of like my diet, really. Um, my sugars are actually like literal honey. I kid you not, like, I'll get like a spoonful of honey, literally, and I'm like, all right, I don't need a candy bar. And it's not mm. bad for you at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, no, I, I, um, I always find that stuff very interesting. And um, I guess... So, you know, you, you've had this fitness background mm-hmm. and I believe from what I understand, you did some live action stuff. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious uh, as to that, what that experience was like. It was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, way, be- way before I was a busy voice actor, mm-hmm. I, um, I actually started off on like radio and theater. Okay. Which eventually led to uh, on camera, where he would, would compete on uh, like forty eight hour film festivals and international film festivals. Like these, like at least once or twice, like a year, because there was like mm. a like, horror one in like the fall, whatnot. I would do a lot of that in uh, L.A. I think like, the biggest thing I can really say that I've done is I played like a cage fighter on Lethal Weapon. That was actually pretty fun. Mm. <laughs> and um, yeah. So that's been kind of like my on-camera experience, which has been a blast. And you want to shoot you a, I'll shoot you like a little link for like my reel and things like that. Yeah, yeah a good sure, laugh sure. for it because um, personally, it's just like more so like comedic things I like to do for on-camera because it's it's fun. It really is. Yeah. Um. What, what What's your been your favorite live action thing you ever did? <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. It actually wasn't anything. I'll say quote unquote big. Sure. But it was, uh, gosh, this really stupid thing we did. It was called, uh, what was it like, um, God, uh, no, no, actually wasn't stupid. Wasn't stupid. It was something we did for a 48 hour film festival Mm -hmm. and we had to do a superhero film. Yeah. So we made something and I usually did comedies all the time. It's kind of contradicts a little bit what I said earlier, Mm -hmm. but, um, and for that, we started to do something serious because it was like the last one we were ever going to do. Mm. So I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Because I say that because I was getting ready to move to LA. Yeah. So with that one, which I'll see you as well, uh, I got more yeses than I thought I would. Because um, kind of trying to tell the story here for this. I wrote it, mm. and I hit up a bunch of favors. Like uh, I did a whole lot of work in my day for like emceeing 
and one of which was um, a guy named Benjamin Nuss, and also a guy named Puja Chihiro, and um, you might have heard mm. of him, Nobuo Uematsu. Mm. So uh, we'll travel on doing cons, doing that, and I hit them up and actually got a few yeses to help them. They would actually come in and compose. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they said yes. And even actually got to work uh, kind of consistently with Bujoka Shihiro on a few more projects, which I will not talk about here uh, on your stream. On this, uh, I, I can't. Yeah. But if you don't know uh, Bujoka Shihiro, he actually is the creator of Mario RPG. Wow. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, have you ever like, heard of a 48-hour film festival? Uh, I think I'm, famili- I'm familiar, but for those who aren't, uh, yeah. go ahead and give the, the, uh, the scoop. Sure. It's, um, it can be union or non-union. Ours was a union. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get together a team, and you have two days to make a five-minute film. Yeah. And with that, they're going to give you a prop to, that must be used, a line that must be used, a character that must be used, and you have to have a, a genre that must be used. So you cannot possibly cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, after that, your contracts, script, and everything must be done and completed within two days. Wow. Yeah. After that, if you're the number one person in your city, that does it. Congratulations, you go to the International Film Festival. After that, like the top mm. ones of that, go to, go to Cannes. Wow. So, and, com- and competition for that is pretty absurd. You think, sure. oh, I don't go. Oh, oh, Lord have mercy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, I, I, I remember hearing about this. This has been going on for a long time, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember. I remember hearing about this in like high school. Yeah, and seeing like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so go continue with them. Um... So um, we ended up actually doing it, which was uh, which was great. It was great. And for that last one, I had these had the biggest mix of emotions because we lost to politics. Mm. We did. We got like best female lead, best writing, best ensemble cast, best vis- uh, best visual effects, da, 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 and we lost. The year before, we actually did win for, like, a comedy. So I was like, oh, uh, you know what? Nah, screw it. I'm happy. I'm not sure if I'm cussing on this. Screw it, I'm happy. And mm. I walked away with that. You know, we gave everybody a copy and everything like that. And uh, that's actually that's what I'm most proud of. It really is. Nice. So where can people find uh, the short film? Is it online anywhere? Yes, actually. Uh, right then, you can find a uh, YouTube Cinemortis. That's, like, my old team right there. And the film is called Intentions, so by all means, check it out, show them some love. Nice, nice, yeah. And uh, the story behind that is all point of view. Okay. And you have this her protagonist right here, who's this girl who has super strength. And she's mm. being hunted by two other people who have superpowers as well. And it's all about, really, who's really the protagonist and who's the villain. And I'm not going to actually say anything outside that, because you can just watch it online. Mm-hmm. And it's fun, man. It's really fun. And, the, and so the title of it is intentions intentions yeah so mm-hmm. check that out listeners that is very cool yeah i um have only very limited experience in the live action realm uh i did a uh a show called anime crimes division with uh, oh rocket tell me Man. everything oh are you, uh it's based it was basically a rocket jump you know rocket jump the youtube channel freddie wong oh um, yeah. yeah yeah so it was a co-production with them and Crunchyroll. Uh, live action series mm. it's it's still all up it's on youtube it, I'm, I'm very proud of it uh yeah. and i play uh a hard-boiled anime detective named joe furia 
uh, and I live in Neo Otaku City. Uh, it's very silly. Oh dear God, yes. Uh, I would say check it out. It's it's very silly, very fun. Um, written by um, Anthony Birch of you know uh, uh, video game writing fame. Uh, it's it's really really good actually. I I had a great time doing it. So we did like two seasons of that. Um, and other than that, uh, something that I don't know when this episode's gonna be out. I doubt this is a. I I did do like my first live action thing not that long ago. Uh, oh. at, the, at, the, at the time of this recording, very small thing though, but it was fun. Like you know, um, I'm not used to you know, uh, sets. You know, being on a trailer for like five hours waiting for your <laughs> scene. You know, you know, you <laughs> and I, you and I now. You know, it's like. VO, yeah. it's like just walk in, you know, do your thing immediately, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Whereas with live action, it's just there's so much prep and you yeah, know, all that stuff. It, it's so, um, yeah, it it's that live action is that sort of uh space where mm. I'm like, whenever I get a chance to do something, I have a good mm. time. Um, but I'm always just kind of like, really, you want me mm. to do it? Oh, okay, like you know. Uh, whereas with voiceover, I'm like, you know, that's, that's where, that's where all my shit is. I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate about that live action. I'm just kind of like, it feels surreal. Like, really? You want to me? Okay. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, but yeah. Um, now, uh, I always like to give the guests a chance if you would like, uh, is there a question you'd like to ask me or a topic you would like to bring up? And if not, don't worry about it. So. Brother, I'll be real with you. Yeah. I first heard about you from my boy, Devin Mack, and he kept showing me these really, really funny shorts you were doing. And yeah. it cracked my ass up. And I finally got to meet you, like, dude, you've been cooler in real life. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, man. So, like, what, what got you into, like, doing those shorts and everything, man? Um, getting, the sh getting to the shorts was just me. Um, it was an extension of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with kind of how I got my start online, but it was Tumblr doing yeah. audio posts basically like yeah uh, yeah i wanted to be a voice actor so i just started doing audio posts online uh some of them like a lot of them comedic let's reading shit posts that sort of thing and some of them started to gain traction and i built like a pretty good following off of that uh just doing that and it was all just really it was you know uh the tldr because a lot of people have heard this story on the podcast already but basically yeah. when i graduated from college I didn't know what the fuck to do. I knew I wanted to do voiceover. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to start a Tumblr where I make an audio post every day, every single day without fail. So I did it for like four or five years straight. <laughs> where I, well, damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was my boot camp. That was me, uh, you know, getting, you know, into how to do it. Like, I was not good in the beginning. But through that, uh, that Tumblr is the reason I'm even where i'm where i'm at in all my career every career i have <laughs> youtube voiceover none of that would have happened if i hadn't started that tumblr because what that was was me just honing not only my voiceover but comedic timing comedic writing all of that yeah. um and so vine was just like or it started as vine you know because mm. it went from audio and then vine came out and i was like oh maybe i'll dabble with this and that took off uh and yeah. then yeah shorts was just a natural extension of that um, but it all came from just me dicking around, just thinking, I feel like 
it's you know it sounds like uh, I'm sucking my own dick here, but I feel like I've always had a pretty suck away. I mean, I, I will, <laughs> and I, I feel like I've always had a knack for comedy. Like uh, mm. I have been told, you know, throughout my life that you know, oh yeah, you know, you, stuff you write or stuff you you know, it, it's really funny, and it's mm. it's something that I for me, I just try to make stuff that makes that I think is funny, you know. Yeah. And then if it if it makes if other people enjoy it, that's you know a bonus on top of that. And you know I've just been lucky enough that people uh, it also resonates with people. And yeah, that's sort of been uh, how that's gone, I guess. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, voiceover was always the the dream, you know, from high school onward. Yeah. Um, so for you, I'm curious, like. Where did, where did your interest in voiceover start, and sort of how did you get started? Oh, Laurie, about to get emotional. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that, man, uh, I originally went to school for astronomy. Mm. I was a science Olympiad, loved it all, man. And uh, then it was, God, my second semester in college. I was taking a, astronomy. Mm-hmm. And it was the night before my uh, astronomy final. Mm-hmm. I had just gotten, you know, to see, you know, the debut or premiere, really, of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. And I am a massive Star Wars fan. Okay. So uh, two hours later, <laughs> I walk into class, take the final. I'm tired as hell. And I look at my professor and... um. Well, we'll just say uh, it was a birth of a friendship and a reality there where Professor Doug Patterson looked me in the face and he said, Bill, why are you tired? I'm like, oh, man, I just got out of that Star Wars and it was the dopest lightsaber fight ever. <laughs> yeah, So many necessary flips and powers. Oh, it was beautiful. And I will never forget this. I'm calling his name. Doug Patterson, Professor of Astronomy, <laughs> looks me in the face and goes, you son of a bitch. Because, mm. <laughs> like, I was up late making your papers, and I had to miss that thing. I was like, ha, mm. sucks to suck, Doug. <laughs> so um, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the final, and I don't know, I'm tired. And, uh, and man, someone, you ever have, like, a thought so strong comes out your mouth? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, doing a particular, like, one of those evil word problems. And it was like, there's a shadow on the moon that is excellent. Compared to this time of day on Earth's ratio, how big would the shadow be? And at that moment, I realized not going into space, that would be my life forever. Mm. I literally just yelled, I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've, I know I finished finish it, pass all good, everything like that, man. And I had to like try and like rethink my life. Mm. So uh, at the time, I worked at a little place called Quick Trip. And uh, somebody walked in and told me I have a nice voice. He said, try theater. Sure. So, I, so I thought about it. And uh, man, it kind of blew my mind where uh, at the same time, I had some friends convince me to start going to uh, conventions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, I, I'd do it. And it was like the third convention I ever went to. It was called uh, Anime Nebraska. And we were doing a panel together. Mm doing like a little riff of City Cop. Okay. And uh, Keith Silverstein just crashes the panel. Mm. Starts making fun of it, laughing with us. And uh, afterward, I asked the, what I've come to find is an ugly question, but I guess I asked it right. I said like, man, I, I don't see 
black people ever at cons or voicing anime characters mm. ever. It's like, how how do you do it? Like, how do how do you get in a voiceover? Yeah. And he gave me like the longest answer ever about tech, taking classes, doing this and that, and you get an agent, not saying no to a lot of work, and just like build up your reputation. He goes on for like a minute. Sure. So I look him in the face and I say like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, little did he know, I changed my major. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, went for like theater and broadcast at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I started taking classes and all that. I interned with Cumulus Radio, which is like half like the southern part of the United States is like radio stations. Mm-hmm. And I did like political talk radio and just kept working at it. So eventually uh, I got hired on by the same college I went to. It was a junior college at the time called Juco, where I actually uh, ran the radio department. Nice, nice. And eventually uh, met up again with uh, Doug Patterson, who became like one of my closest friends. He even, <laughs> D- Doug is a savant. Mm-hmm. He uh, showed me how to, and I kid you not, how to do how to drift in a car. Oh, shit. <laughs> I do, yeah, he took me like precision course racing, and everything I bring up here, you can find me on Facebook as Bill Butts and find like photos of all this. Yeah. Look up Doug Patterson as well. The guy is incredible. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Doug now teaches not only astronomy, but also like, uh, game design because he's just continuing like learning to learn and yeah, he's, he's amazing. So he taught me all that. Him and I became good friends. And as time went on, I got into modeling, started doing like the film stuff and, uh, kept doing like voiceover for like commercials and things like that, man. And, um, at the same time I would go on like the weekends, I go to conventions working for the company that was known as Babel, mm-hmm. where, uh, we were bringing Japanese bands. And uh, we would MC and translate for them for, you know, conventions over here. Yeah. From like uh, smaller bands to even literally a Nobuo Ematsu. And <laughs> I'll see you some dumb videos. You can, you can put them whatever, man. Where uh, we all became like just good friends. Sure. So over time, got to meet some voice actors. And uh, it was two individuals who said, Bill, move to LA. Give it a chance. Mm. And that was uh, Xander Mobus and Kyle Bear. Mm. I'm like, cool. So they uh, told me to give it a chance. So it was March 2017. I thought, I you know, you know, I've got an actor reputation because uh, I repeat this. It's acting. Don't just focus on the cartoons. Right. So <laughs> I was like, cool. So uh, I went there to check it out. And um, I was like, yeah, no, LA actually is pretty dope. And what year said, was cool. this roughly, uh, like when you decided to kind of... Oh, no, so that was March 2017. March 2017. Okay. And then, uh, and you were, where were you living before then? Kansas City. Mm, okay, got it, got it. And it, it throws people off if you're, if you're working-wise. It's a, it's a mecca because uh, Hallmark is there. I actually did a Valentine's Day ad for Hallmark. It's another story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a good like transit system, Sprint World Headquarters there, Lee Jeans, Garmin, and like the list goes on. Sure. So there was a lot of work there like commercial-wise, which is dope. But what I want to do was like more features. Yeah. You know, if I want to do like cartoons or even like anything or, like relay, you'd have to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. So, uh... I went over there, and if they and after a little conversation with them, they were like, "Yeah, you might have to go a union if you really want to like survive in that." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Cool." So I took it as like a sign when I uh, I left, very happy with my experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, I booked like three union gigs. I've been trying. <laughs> it's like it's like I was like, "Congrats, you must join." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, well, okay, all right, we're gonna go." Mm. So uh, I uh, didn't renew my lease for this. Uh, that's I had like a little townhouse out there and took gave it a risk, man. Uh, packed up my car, dropped other stuff at my in my parents' basement where it now lives, mm-hmm. and took what I needed. Drove the twenty six hours all the way straight to LA. Got an apartment, 
And, um, man, it's the rest has been a lot of hard work, which is a whole other story yep. of how I got to where I'm at right now, bro. Yeah, no, it's a, a very familiar story. I mean, that you, if you, when did you move out? Like 2017? Yep, it was uh, September 19th, 2017, and the 29th was when I first uh, booked my first anime gig. Yeah, that would have been, you did it basically a year before I moved out here, so. Oh, yeah, shoot, Yeah, 2018 was when I decided to finally take the take the move um my yeah, man so uh yeah i mean i i'm finding that a lot of people also like yeah very similar stories just sort of you know building up the experience and then finally going you know to do what i want to really do or do what i really want to do uh you eventually just got to make the move out there i i think it's cool that uh and keith is a great guy uh i i've i've met him and i i to, to give you like you know a nice well thought out answer you know to that question because yeah. because now I'm sure you are aware, yeah. you know, that question can be a yeah. little repetitive for, for people, you know, yeah. you know, how to get in the voice acting, how to get in the yeah. voice acting. But um, <laughs> it is very uh, courteous of him that he uh, gave you an answer that just inspired you to be like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, now. Uh, you said you moved out here like a, just like a year after. What was that like, man? Um, That was it was it was uh scary but exciting i mean basically uh around that time well uh, so i i've told some of this before and i can also tell you a little more in detail after we're done recording but uh basically i think maybe a year before um i was very very close to booking a lead in a live action show uh like a and i'm t- and I, it was a uh i'll say a superhero show um oh. but uh it uh ultimately uh did i was runner up to one of the main parts and did not and did nice. not get it but at the but oh. <laughs> well it, it kind of worked out because it didn't get made uh that's a whole oh. and as and honestly i i think people if you do the detective work. It's not that hard to figure out what show it was, but uh, anyway, because I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm like I don't think I can't talk about it, but I kind of like eh, you know just whatever. Um, because yeah. I didn't I, I mean I, I didn't book it, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they I, I was told hey, so if you get this, you're pretty much gonna have to move. And I talked yeah. to my wife, and I was like, you know, we knew that this was something that we were both thinking about doing, you know, for a while, because, you know, my voice, for me, voiceover, I knew, like you, that to do what I want to do, I gotta, I have to move there eventually. And I thought that would be like, I don't know, for some reason I had this weird, like, when I'm 30, when I'm 30, I'll do it. Like, I was, you know, 27, (laughs) 28 at the time. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about it very seriously, and she was like, yeah, no, Mm -hmm. if you get this, we we will, it would have been really short notice too. Like we can make it happen. Like we can, even if it's like, you know, only month or two's notice, like it's possible. Yeah. And it didn't work out, but having that conversation really cemented like, Oh no, we we're ready. Like we almost, we almost fucking did it regardless. And so, Mm -hmm. and also, uh, I mean, you're, you're from Kansas city, but I am from like, Mm -hmm. I grew, I was born in Minnesota, grew up in Michigan. I'm used to death winters. I don't know how bad it is 
where you were where you were growing up. Oh Lord have mercy. But yeah. It's the worst yeah. where I am. Like in terms of and uh <laughs> after one too many winters, it was like I don't want to fucking mm. be here anymore. <laughs> like this is this <laughs> fucking sucks. So after that yeah. winter, we were like, okay. We're gonna or, no no it was during that winter. We were like, this is our last winter. <laughs> we're not gonna we, this is too much. And we we don't we yeah. know we want to be in California. Let's make the move. And then yeah, uh, you know, uh, fate sort of aligned. And around mm-hmm. that time, I booked kind of like kind of like with you. I booked my first union thing, which was a uh, a show called OKKO OK on Cartoon Network. Um, and I hey. actually flew out. This was before I moved, so I flew there to record in studio for that. Nice. And that was like my in for SAG. And so I was like, oh. and then after that, uh, my current agency signed, like asked me out of the blue, mm-hmm. hey, like we're interested in you, uh, which I thought was a prank. Like I was like, this is not a, this is not a real <laughs> email. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I signed with them. And then it was like, okay, clearly uh, now is the best time, if any, to go. Like. <laughs> And it, but what was yeah. nice is I already made the decision to do it regardless. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to mm-hmm. do, but let's just yeah. do it. And then I guess fate was like, okay, here, have an agent and have a, and have mm-hmm. a, and here, we'll get you into SAG before you go. It was like patting me on, patting me <laughs> on the head before I uh, took yeah. off. So that definitely was much, took a lot of stress off my shoulders. I, I mean, I still had to work my ass off coming here and yeah. continue to, you know. As you know, so much of it, and for those of you who are aspiring voice actors listening to this, it's like, so much of it, you know, tying it back to what we were talking about with Dragon Quest, it's just mm. level grinding. Yeah. It's so much just yeah. level grinding, meeting new NPCs, aka studios or clients, mm-hmm. and being like, and then sometimes <laughs> yeah. they're like, who the fuck are you? And it's like, alright, let me let me show you my uh, my level 60 Kazap spell that I, okay, so just <laughs> let me show you that I can do this. Oh, you can do this, okay, great. Oh hey, there's this town yeah. in the other. There's this town over here that needs uh your voiceover Kazap. Let me recommend you to that. Yeah. You know, and then meanwhile you're mm-hmm. just level like level level grinding, level grinding. Um, yeah, it's just it's just Ooh. this weird. It's kind of hey, satisfying. Mind if I say something oh, yeah, on that note? Yeah, yeah, bruh. Like uh, first thing I ever booked was Gundam yeah. Thunderbolt, and I, I just told this in a, in a panel, man. I was just at a. By the time this was recorded, I was at a little con called Tokyo and mm-hmm. Tulsa. And uh, people were asking the question about voice acting and had to be real with them. I was like, yo, like the first thing I booked, I went for some characters and I know that I got a, I got a character, which is awesome. His name is Sebastian mm-hmm. Morris. But the character I like wanted, wanted, I found out I lost to Bo Billington. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they paused and like, you need to know, like, you know, talking about that level grind, <laughs> your heroes, they still have, they still yeah. got to eat. They still work. Absolutely. Working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, no, baby, you got to take all of them classes because, uh, Competition is fierce. It is fierce. Mm. Yeah, and that's you know, I, I think <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it kind of irks some voice actors. Like, how do I get into it? It's like, well, it's not just that. It's like there's no, it, it's no, there's yeah. no like, ah, yes, I got in. Now I am voice actor and I get all the roles. Like, yeah. no, every role is a <laughs> no, fight. Baby. You gotta every role you yeah. book is a fucking miracle. And like, oh, dude, yeah. Facts. And so, yeah, I've absolutely seen like, oh, who got the part? Ah, got it. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I'm not even mad, you know? It's like that, because you are competing <laughs> against every other mm-hmm. voice actor, pretty much. Uh, and, yeah. y- you know, 
it's you know that I I never said this before in like other things, but like mm. I always tell, tell tell people start competing on the indie space because that the yeah. the talent pool there is already insane, and those uh, you yeah. know a good number of those people are all either they are good enough to work you know on higher profile or are already working on higher profile, right? So that's mm-hmm. how you gotta dip your toes. Like just start sending shit out get rejected a thousand times mm-hmm. see if you can deal with that and you know go on from there um yeah Dude, when it comes to indie stuff though some of the like some of like even the bigger directors are impressed yes. by it like mm-hmm. um i this guy named uh noah and uh he brought me in for like this history of green mm-hmm. lantern i'm like cool do you want to voice simon boz i'm like yes and john stewart i'm like well john stewart's a dream role so yeah. yes and uh, it was on my first ever visual reel, and I submitted it. And of all the things to talk about, they didn't want to talk about like One Punch Man or anything like that. Their director goes, "Holy shit, you got to release!" So is it John Stewart? I'm like, "Yes." And they cared more about that than mm. anything. So, uh, yes, do the I use this term loosely indie stuff, yeah. man. I mean, I mean, when I say indie, just you know, like not like a AAA titles. You know, it's it, it's not yeah. meant as a derogatory yeah. you know thing at all. Mm. Like I I, I have oh, had I great it. experiences mm-hmm. working on um, in indie stuff mm-hmm. and uh, stuff because uh, you know oftentimes those, those people are also super passionate, right? They're super passionate, super super knowledgeable yeah. about what they're doing, and that can be really rewarding. Um, yeah, I also find that. You know, it not the the sort of quote unquote level of budget and doesn't necessarily translate to how much how fulfilling the role is. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it totally depends. Like, I've I've had stuff that I know, like nobody's seen that or nobody has listened to that, mm. but I had a great mm. rewarding time working on it. You know, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Um, but. Yeah, I, I I think um overall like uh it's it's inter- it's interesting especially I've had a lot of voice actors on and kind of interesting seeing mm-hmm. the parallels I'll see a lot in people's mm-hmm. journeys but I also am very interested to learn about stuff that I think never would have come up in just regular conferences like I had no idea you majored in astronomy I think that's awesome like were you was that like something <laughs> like as a kid you were like I want to do that or like what Oh man I- until up until like that faithful moment where I was like, I am changing my mm. major right now. Uh, I'm talking like the second grade. I'm like, oh man, space is awesome. And I would even like meet with like the other like I, literal kids at the time, man. We just meet up like before school started and we would just talk mm. about it. And we would talk about like politics, like space, travel, like <laughs> everything. And we had like our own little club, man. And uh, it was like a fun obsession yeah. till like junior high. Uh, we had a joke because uh, I was born in 86, and uh, we just joke, uh, you get the math, you can look it up there, why that's important. They're like, huh, well, it's kind of funny, Bill. Uh, black people don't get into space and live, do they? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I will be the yeah. first. And it was like, it was honestly one racist kid said that to me, and it was almost like this pyramid of spite. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like, do fuck that. you, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see. And, uh, yes, sir. But I mean, you know, <laughs> even though that didn't, well, who knows? You got time, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, 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 just <laughs> get into you space. Sent, you sent Shatner yeah. up there. Come on, yeah, man. Who knows? Like maybe, maybe like in, uh, uh, 20 years or whatever, everyone will be in space. It'll be, it won't be even interesting at that point, but 
Um, <laughs> I mean, clearly though, you've been killing it, you know, coming out here, and I, I, I always find stories like that very, uh, first off, inspiring, but also relatable. You know, as someone who also kind of had to take the plunge as well. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, otherwise, yeah, this was uh, this. It's been an hour, and uh, yeah, thank you so much, man, for taking the time. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You're very, very sweet guy. Um, where can people find you? First of all, man, you all right too, brother. <laughs> uh, mostly you can just find me on Instagram at Bulldozer77. I post a lot of stuff on Twitter, which is Bulldozer777. Or just hit me up, BillBots, on Facebook. Those are the best ways to get to me. Uh, eventually, I'm going to get back into Twitch. Uh, been, um, actually, I can't talk about it now. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to take a break from Twitch because of so much screaming and the role I can say now is Jack the Drought in One Piece. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but I'll be bouncing back on that. Uh, that's just my name, Bill Butts. And that's where you can find me. Nice. Uh, well, go check him out. And uh, again, it's a pleasure, man. It is, man. It is. You're all right, brother. <laughs> <laughs>